Hi, welcome to Slacks. Three London lesbians talking about the topics that you want to hear about and we want to talk about. So here's me, Matilde. Mallory. Dorina. And this week, we are talking about the thorny issue of online dating. You fall asleep with your pants on your head You say it shuts out the light But it just doesn't look right introduced this episode as thorny can you elaborate on that and hang on you have no right to call online dating thorny because both of you are sitting there looking at me and you both have long-term partners and you both met them online and I, yeah i'd so i'd say horny, <laughs> what, <laughs> horny. you clearly horny. you clearly have not online dated in a while if you think that it's online been, dating is horny true it's been about six and a half years it's been about six and a half minutes for me so there you go <laughs> Six hot minutes. Well, hang on a minute, though. You guys are assuming that thorny is a negative thing. Well, yeah, because of thorn. No. (laughs) Thorny, to me, it's more a multi-layered thing. It's not something that's completely positive or completely negative, but there's plenty into it. And whether we like it or not, in 2018, online dating is woven into everybody's pretty much life in one way or the, or, or the other. I mean, if you're in a relationship, you you guys obviously had online dating. Oh, yeah. That got you together. I'm single, so online dating is a thing that will eventually happen when I can be properly bothered to do it. But what I think is quite interesting when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about for this episode is that when everyone thinks about online dating, I think they think uh, the various apps that you can get on your phone, like it's a very, very modern thing. But online dating has been a factor of my life for a very long time. In fact, the first girl I ever kissed when I was 18, I met on the internet. And that was, what's 35 minus 18? How many years ago is that? A long time. I've like had a many, whiskey. Like many. <laughs> Mental maths are not my strong suit. So oh, wait, if you were 18, so sorry. So, yeah. you, so what, where? MySpace? Like what, what did you use? This was even pre-MySpace. So this was back in the dial-up days. This was when the family PC computer was upstairs in like the study. You got online by, you know, the, the little bleepy thing with the, with the dial-up. And as we've covered in the last episode, I was very isolated. I was very, very gay, very, very much the only gay in the village. And my only outlet to talk to other lesbians was via dial-up internet in a, in a thing called a chat room. Oh, so AOL. You use the AOL chat It wasn't even AOL. It what? was this thing, right? It was this thing called Planet Out. Does anyone remember this? I'm seeing some no, recognition from Matilda. No, but I think it's the, like the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Okay, so it was called planetout.com and it was like a, it was marketed as like a LGBTQ like media website. So it had like book reviews and like film trailers and it was all very like, just like gay stuff, but like, you know, awesome. pop, pop culture. Yeah. And as part of the Planet Out website, they had a chat room section and there was a, <laughs> there was a teen women's chat room section, which I used to go and hang out in and be like, hey, I had an online screen name, which I'm not sharing. Oh my for God, the purpose. please, please, <laughs> you have to share it. I must know. That's a story for another time, but no, I have my not. screen name. This is the perfect time. I don't want it. Next time. Double D. Um, <laughs> we're going to call her Double D. <laughs> that would have been better than the one that I actually had. All right. But I used to go online on this chat room and just like chat to people. And like, there was so many people from all over the world that were in the exact same position as I. I was and just wanted to hang out and just chat to people and it was such an amazing outlet and as part of this I got chatting to a girl who actually lived in 
Dublin. And this was like completely beyond actually, you know, my realms of possibility. A, talking to a lesbian that was around my own age and be someone who was like a two and a half hour train right away. So we just started chatting. She was really, really nice, like really cool. She was like a couple of years older than me. And after chatting for like a couple of months, uh, I just done my final exams in school. And she was like, look, you're on summer holidays. Why don't you and a friend come up, take the train up to Dublin, come up and we'll just hang out for the day. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Never seen a picture of this girl, never spoken to her on the phone. But it just seemed like a completely normal, natural thing to do even then. So you didn't swap pictures? You had no idea what each other looked this like? This was even, this was before you could even... Take pictures on a device. Take pictures on yeah. a device. Oh, like this yeah. was like way back in the day. So we swapped, I think I had like one of the first mobile phones ever made and we swapped numbers and then I texted her what time we were going to get into the train station and... What you look like. No, like I said, like I was like, oh, I'm wearing like a white t-shirt or something, and somehow we found found each other in this train station. I was there with my best friend Sean, who we mentioned in in episode one, mm. uh, my gay best friend. And um, so, you, hang on, you brought someone along? Yeah, no, this wasn't a date. Like it was never like positioned this, as a as a date. It was just like I was going to meet this this other lesbian, and I'd never met another lesbian. This in my was whole a life. date if you did it online. So it was just to make sure she wasn't a serial killer. You're like, come uh, on with me. I think I was honestly, I was way innocent to even think about it as a date it was like I was so blown away by the fact that I was going to meet another lesbian I was not really even thinking about the fact that this person I'd never met she could be crazy she could be a serial killer didn't even really could be a guy could Could be be a guy guy. true but as it turned out it wasn't a guy it was a really really nice girl we had a really nice day with my friend we just like walked around Dublin hung out it was during the summer and then um, we started like texting. It was all really quite innocent. And then when I finished um, another set of exams that I had to do, she was like, well, why don't you come up with Sean again? Um, I'm here for the weekend in Dublin. We can go out on the scene, which just blew my tiny little lesbian mind because I was like, holy fucking shit, I can go out in the scene. There is a Dublin. scene. It was like such a massive like thing to be like, I've never been in a gay bar in my life. There was this like lesbian night on, like my brain was just you exploding. Knew, you knew they existed though, right? I knew they existed, okay. but like the actual opportunity to go and be present in one with another lesbian. I was like, this is just crazy. Mm. So we did, we went up for the night and um, I only really saw this girl as a friend. She was a really nice girl, but I had never kissed a girl. And I was like, I just, similar to your experience in episode one, you were like, I've got to get something done before, you know, a certain point. And I was like, I'm not leaving this lesbian night without kissing a girl. I was like, I've got to get this done. And as the night went on, my options became quite obvious that the the only girl that was really within my realm to kind of kiss was this girl. So we did. And, you know, there was, I, she was lovely, but I didn't really fancy her that much. You know, there wasn't really very much chemistry, but we kissed and I was like, boom, kissed a girl. Excellent. Went <laughs> nice home, back to my Under the belt. Town. Yeah, that's yeah, how it happens though so for the first cool. kiss. I feel like you, you're not, you're not, I wasn't attracted to the first per- girl I kissed either. I was just like, I'm just going to do this. This is kind of it. I was yeah. like, I've just got to get this done. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, first girl I ever kissed, men off the internet. So would you say that then this has given you a very positive look at the online dating experience because it started so positively? <laughs> 
I've had I've had I've had up and down experiences with with online dating. Um I as I said I did meet somebody who I was in a relationship for a year and four months. Uh that relationship didn't work out really at all. So I'm not sure Is I was recent you're talking about? Really? Yeah, this was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm not sure I would like consider it an entirely positive experience all round but I mean I it, it hasn't put me off it hasn't put me off on un- online dating at all I mean I look at you two and I'm like well you know it works <laughs> well, it does, but it sometimes it works yeah it doesn't it doesn't I think that um you know just because I met my partner I've had a lot of horrible dates on online dating and I've had a lot of interesting dates on online dating I would like I've got hear. a lot of good stories from online dating Pick but a story. I'm sure you do you both do yeah. as well all right how about um I'll tell a story, sure. All right, which one though? <laughs> That's the thing. I'm going into the I love archives how you have, of my like, brain. How on earth am I going to find even one story? I know. So many. I am thinking about one girl in particular who is incredibly psychotic because girls be crazy bitches. But I'm anyway, sure. so um, yeah. So I met this. Mar- she's Moroccan and Swedish, or she still is Moroccan and Swedish. I won't. <laughs> she's still alive. She's, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I won't say her. Actually, I'm not going to say her name because I don't actually remember her name. Um, <laughs> yes, we should keep names out of this because yeah, otherwise yeah. it's going to get messy. This is handy that I don't remember her Can name. Can we call her Maureen? No, we've no, had Maureen. We can't do Maureen. <laughs> so Swedish Moroccan name. Let's call her Layla. Okay, Aisha. I like that name. Ayusha. That's a good name. I love the name Ayusha. It's not really? Swedish or Moroccan. I will go though. with Ayusha. So. Anyway, so we we met on Gaydar. So that's that was in like 2000 and. 9 2010 and i hadn't actually you know like that was my first welcome into the london gay scene was gaydar um so we met we had a little you know banter back and forth uh she wasn't necessarily living in london she was a um doctor ish whatever but she was living in guernsey does that feel right that's a place (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh anyway so she was coming into london for like a a convention and um uh, I was flying in the same day she was flying in. I was on a business trip and we kind of just said, well, why don't we just meet at the airport? So for our first meeting, we, romantic. we had coffee at the airport. That is um, not romantic. Sorry. And, oh, I find that really romantic. Coffee at an airport. Yeah. You're yeah. easy to please. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Notes for Steph. Um, Notes for me. Maybe yeah. I should try that. Coffee at I mean, an airport. I thought it was kind of cool because I was actually really excited to get off the plane, which, you know, is are people usually excited to get off planes? I don't know. I got, I don't know. It doesn't matter. So we, we met at the airport and immediately I was like, when I saw her, I thought, wow, you're actually quite hot. Um, and, and we were walking towards her and she like greeted me with a big smile on her face. And then she's like, what do you want to drink? And I, you know, got coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah. Cappuccino. Um, and then we sat down and started talking and I immediately, I, I, she just, the chemistry really wasn't there, but, um, it was fine because I thought she was hot. I'm like, all right, let me just give this another shot because my taxi was kind of waiting and that's why I'm still blacklisted from Addison Lee. It was because of that day. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we met that day and then went on, met her again one night out. We both got really drunk. I was like, I'm really not into this girl, but she's really hot. So I'm just going to keep going along with it because she's hot. And it just turned into potentially me taking her back to my office 
and things happened. Wait, when I knew. Wait, wait no, hang wait. on. <laughs> wait, you can't just get away with that. Okay, okay. You can't, why? What's happening? Why are you taking it back to your? Because I feel like this is a theme for you, and you know why I'm saying no. That. Uh, basically, our office was in Soho at the time, and obviously, if I'm going on a, a first or a second date with a, a lesbian, and I'm what twenty. 425 I'm gonna take her back to my office there's no other what place to go to be intimate shall I say <laughs> um so yeah and I, I but I knew that that would be the last time I ever saw her I I, I was like this is gonna be did it. she know I don't think she knew no I think she was probably more into it than I was but she really freaked me out so after that I just kind of you know I I, I I let her off. I, I didn't let her off that sounds really wrong but uh, you know that was our last time that we ever saw each other um but yeah, I mean, tell me one of your stories. I, I'd love to hear a pre-staff story. <laughs> I mean, I've kind of had a, quite a positive experience of online dating. Oh, God, come I on. Know, you must I have one like... But I met my ex on it, um, and that kind of became a relationship quite quickly. Um, and then I just kind of made quite a few friends through online dating, which I guess is not completely unusual. I, no. I've heard of a lot of people that do that. Do that. Yeah, I have. And you kind of meet, there's not a ton of chemistry, but you really like each other. It never becomes romantic, but you just kind of become friends. And I think a lot of the time, if you don't have your crew, your sort of lesbian crew, which I think is something quite important for a lot of the gay experience, especially in London... I think uh, you kind of end up forming a, forming a little bit of a crew with the people you met online. And I think mm. for what I hear is it's quite a common experience. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of I got more friends than partners out of it, but then also got my last two. So my girlfriend and my previous girlfriend. Yeah. But you never went on a date that never transpired to a second date. Yeah, hundred percent. I've I've had a few of those. Yeah, how do those roll? Um, it's, again, it's not like the most exciting thing, but it's just kind of lovely people, really sweet. Someone probably a little bit mental, mm. a little bit psycho, and yeah, it's just kind of like you know, this is great, you're great, but I'm not feeling it or ghosting. I'm feeling. Have really you ghosted? Oh, no, I've kind of okay. I haven't ghosted completely because that's a horrible thing, and no one should ever do it people don't do it but what I've done is I've kind of what potentially in my head was a clear signal of this is not happening I'm sorry this is not happening and them not really getting the message so either they would just didn't want to get the message or I wasn't being very clear either way you know that message wasn't getting got <laughs> so what's your version of ghosting then well like I mean, probably not mega clear, but just kind of staying vague. Or should we make plans? Oh, I think I'm busy or work's crazy at the moment. Or I mean, you've got like, that's like diet ghosting right there because <laughs> I've been ghosted and it's like actual, Brutal. like complete brutality. But you can't, I think that's a horrible thing to do. Yeah, no, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Being on the receiving well, like complete brutally just like yeah. disappear. First of all, because I'm going to think you're dead and I'm going to worry. <laughs> I thought this, okay, this was not a girl that I met, but as we're talking about, ghosting this yeah. is not a girl that i met online but it was a girl that i dated um reasonably briefly like probably like a month and everything was going great like she was awesome like we got on really really great dates were great she was really full on with like texting and contact and everything else and then one day 
it just stopped. Like she literally, cold, she, yeah. she went, she, like, this was my first experience of ghosting and it literally could not have been colder. She was there one minute and then there was like, I'd send her a text, never got a reply. She used to email me at work all the time. I'd email her, never got a reply. Like nothing. Like this was in the days of like very early Facebook, send her a Facebook message, like no reply, like nothing at all. And I literally thought she was dead. I was like, That's, either she yeah. has, lost her phone or she's died and i'm like yeah. there is no way there's no way that i can actually like i've contacted her through like three different like methods of contact she's not getting back to me on anything i'm like yes you can lose your phone but you're not going to lose your phone and your laptop at the same time and right. like all of this so i, was, like, I would have Geez. started ringing hospitals like do you know this girl she's like no i was like such a good person i feel like this bitch is ghosting on me I didn't know what ghosting even was, but I was on the fucking receiving end of it and it was harsh. So if you're listening to this, that was harsh that you did that. It's so brutal. And so you've never heard from her again. Uh, well, actually, later. funnily enough, funny, funny that you do ask that because she popped her head up again about six weeks later mm. and um, we went for coffee and she explained to me what had happened. And she was like, listen, was it a coma? You know, only, only acceptable one is a coma. There was no coma involved. She was, she's a bit. she was healthy. Yeah. Okay. You can say that, but she was definitely healthy. She was healthy because what she was doing was actually getting back with her ex-girlfriend. Uh, um, she could have communicated that to you. She could have communicated. Well, she yeah. did. Yes, correct. She could have communicated that. But in this, in this time frame, she was like, so, you know, I had some really good dates with you. I really liked you, but my um, ex-girlfriend heard that I was dating someone that I really liked. So she got back in touch with me and said that she's still in love with me. So we're kind of getting back together. And I'm like, well, you're welcome for that. <laughs> um, thanks very yeah, much. I'll take a commission. That's but cold. to end the loop on that story, her ex-girlfriend cheated on her again. And then she came back and tried to get back in touch with me and was like, hey, so let's meet up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bitch, I'm Hell out of here. No, no sloppy Hell seconds. No. Not for double D over here. Not for double D because double <laughs> Well, D had met somebody else by that point, but that's my ghosting story that is not related to uh, to online dating, which is the topic that we're actually talking about. Yeah. No, I think today. ghosting is related to online dating, though. I think it's very much part of the thorny experience. Actually, yeah, yeah you're right. You know? You're right. So yeah. my ghosting experience was not actually related to online dating, but but yours was. Have you got any ghosting stories from online dating? Has anybody ghosted me? Or have you ghosted anybody else? You I definitely have ghosted once and I did feel bad about it, but I, and maybe I did the thing that you did, but I kind of led her on. Um, but she just didn't, she didn't stop texting me. She was actually she quite fun through texting. And then we met and I'm like, how do you not feel that there's no chemistry between us? You know, and she tried kissing me and I was like, this just feels wrong. It feels like I'm kissing a wall or I don't know. And she just kept texting me and I'm, I, and I did, you know, yeah. All right. Uh, I admit, I, I let her on. I let her on. And, and I just didn't stop like responding to her, but I never initiated the texting, right? Um, and I think I did eventually tell her after a while because I started seeing Francesca at the time. And I just said to her, look, I've, I've met somebody. I'm sorry. Uh, stop texting me, basically. Um, and that was, that was very respectful, though. At least you told her. You didn't, yeah. think it, you know, she didn't think at any point you were in a coma, probably. No, exactly. And I think I probably ghosted on the um, on the Swedish Moroccan girl. What's her name? Aisha. Aisha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I probably ghosted on her too. But equally, yeah. I think I've been ghosted on as well. Because again, like, you d- types are just such a, obviously, they're really subjective. You can like somebody one minute and then go off of them, you know, mm. on the third date. And chemistry is a really elusive thing. Like, yeah. it's it's such a hard one, which I think is why sometimes online dating, whilst I think it's great, you just cannot fake 
chemistry you can't you don't know someone must be that could be the hottest person you've ever seen could be the nicest funniest and then you meet face to face and there's just no chemistry and you can't picture that you you can't predict that it's a good point that you're bringing up because i think that what is nice about online dating is that you meet the person and you immediately decide or you 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 feel do you have the chemistry or not which is really mm-hmm. nice. It's almost like speed dating. And after that first date, and if you choose to end it after 30 minutes because you know this isn't going to go anywhere, but you so keep moving on. Do you think then that you can tell straight away if there's chemistry or not? Yeah. I think within 10 minutes, definitely. Because then you have to you have to allow the person to get over the nerves and, you know, and, and you settle can in. kind of settle in. And, yeah, but you can tell. What about slow burners? You don't believe in slow burners? I think even with slow burners, you feel a little spark. You're like, mm. it's just a teeny little, like, mm. teeny little like thing that has like a potential to grow into a bigger flame yeah. but i think when there's absolutely no chemistry you're like this is just not you happening know. like yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. immediately and i think it's like it's a problem well not even a problem but it's a thing exclusive to the apps that we use like nowadays because you cannot judge chemistry through a photograph obviously um you cannot judge any chemistry through an app whereas back in the day before the apps or before the internet or whatever else you would only really be in a situation where you're going on a date with somebody unless it was a blind date when you've actually met them in person before Mm. and you know you've bumped into them or met them in a bar or whatever you've been able to judge oh i've actually met this person and yes we might have only spoken for five ten minutes but i can tell that there there might be something so i'm gonna go for a drink with him or her whereas nowadays we're in a situation where not always but if you are using apps you have absolutely no way of telling like to your point this girl that you met in the airport was the like really hot girl that you saw Mm. um on gaydar girls but Mm. you when you met her in person there was absolutely no um chemistry so i think it's it's a thing that we you know have to do nowadays if you are online dating is to realize that when you do meet this person that you've been chatting to on an app that there might be absolutely no chemistry and it's how you then handle that situation whether or not you hang out and have seven drinks for the sake of it over four hours or whether you have like a quick half and go sorry this isn't happening see you later i think a lot of people are hopeful though and i think that's why when people do kind of stick it out and that's probably why i stuck it out with the swedish moroccan girl for however many days what was it like two or three dates because I was hopeful. I'm like, oh, well, maybe this could change. Or maybe mm. just that first date was not that great. But, you know. Absolutely. And online dating, I think, I mean, you guys have obviously had a lot of success in, in doing it. Um, I've had some success. I wouldn't mm. say a lot of, but I did have one relationship out of it. And um, like these apps are just, they're all such a numbers game. You mm. know, you've got to be really invested in it i think and you've really you know it's a lot of effort you've got to put the work in you've got to do the swiping you've got to be doing the messaging you've got to be like hey let's meet up like it's it's quite it can be a little bit exhausting and i can see how people if you aren't necessarily in a positive state of mind could get really really sick of it really quickly because there's a lot of people who are wasting time on there a lot Mm. of people who don't actually want to meet up with anyone Mm. they just want to dick around swiping and see what happens whereas it's literally a numbers game to keep swiping 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 a find somebody that you're attracted to their photograph which is quite difficult anyway b have someone who's actually going to message you and have like some banter through a message and then c actually be in a position where you can meet up at the same place at the same time and see what happens it's like it's effort but i do think there is a lot of good to be said for online dating apps because not only is it the world that we live in now but also that 
as long as it's not your only outlet to ever meet anybody, as long as it's like supplementary to your social life and everything else, you're, you're probably only increasing your chances that you're going to meet somebody. And if not, you're going to get some fucking good stories along the way. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I feel very grateful for it is because I, I felt the same way that you did. Um, it, it is, I found it very tedious. It is a little bit like a job. Um, because you do have to keep up with the messaging. And then for whatever reason, even when you're messaging somebody, they just stop messaging you. And you're like, was it the last message that I said? And, and then yeah. I yeah. dissect what I said. I'm like, oh, that was pretty funny. Or, you know, you know but yeah. it is. There's like no yeah. rhyme or reason for why people decide to disengage with you. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and obviously we probably do the same thing, but we don't necessarily recognize it. Um, but I have to say, if I didn't online date, I, I obviously wouldn't be in the position that I am right now. And, and so in that way, you know, I, I feel very grateful that I did go and meet Francesca. Um, but even on the same app, I, it wasn't an app, it was um, an online dating site. I met a lot of not great people, you mm-hmm. know? But isn't yeah. that the point? The point is to yeah. eventually, you, you will meet that person. The numbers person. game. Yeah, exactly. But it's nice to be put in front of people that you wouldn't ordinarily be exposed to. And let's be honest, in the lesbian world, it is way too insular. And people do kind of, you meet people who have probably dated somebody that you know. Absolutely. Which is kind of, (laughs) yes, you know, that has happened. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, (laughs) Especially in London. To your um, meeting Francesco on the app, was there something about the conversation, just the conversation that you had with her on the app that already felt different than the other ones you had or was it just a matter of when you met the chemistry was great and lots of other stuff was great yeah no that's a great question um I loved her profile from the beginning because it was not I guess not that dissimilar from mine she was just really easygoing I could tell she was easygoing from her profile and when I sent a message to her because I initiated the uh, the conversation um it was just banter it was simple it wasn't that drawn out and we had maybe two messages and then we said let's meet and then the rest of the messages were just logistics about when we would meet Mm -hmm. um and then when i met her i remember her walking into uh benugo bar at the bfi and she just looked so happy and smiley and i remember thinking to myself at the time she looks like mary louise parker (laughs) awesome hot score and then she was just she had this huge <laughs> smile on her face because you know her she's quite you know a positive happy person and uh and as soon as she sat down we had a great time like immediately the chemistry was there immediately there was never a point when i said this is not working mm. or but the but the thing that i was not sure about was first of all does she like me is she feeling the same way and um are we going to be friends or could this be something more so you because with girls it's a bit harder because you can't like you said to your point earlier you can become friends with people that you meet yeah. online and I have before as well um, but at, by the end of the night I mean she pushed me against the wall and kissed me so I, I oh, figured wow. out well clearly she's into this <laughs> <It's Friday. laughs> <That's a sign. laughs> yeah I think that's a little sign um, what about you Matilds as you met your partner also online um, I think for me when I started talking to her it was um, it was after a quiet a few well maybe a couple of months of just having conversations that were just not going anywhere there was just kind of not necessarily boring people I don't know but it was more that the conversation just wasn't going we're kind of just going around in loops like how was your weekend or what are your plans for the weekend and what are you up to and what do you do and all that kind of stuff and I've never been very good with sort of small talk and chit chat and 
whilst it's okay to start with, like you don't have to be a comedian from the beginning, but it's got to be at some point that you kind of, there's something. And I found myself kind of almost craving a bit of weirdness, a bit of difference, just anything to shake me off the... <laughs> enter Steph. Just anything. So enter Steph. Um, she kind of got... so. I only understood that um, later on, but I pretended that I understood the joke right away. I didn't get it, but I, I got it now. Um, <laughs> but basically, one of my um, one of the pictures on my profile was, was of me pretending to roar next to a massive life sized um, stuffed lion, like fake, like a toy, but like massive. Um, and you know, a bit of bit of low, bit of banter. And it was around the time when. Um, do you remember when that dentist got done for killing a a lion? <laughs> no, um, but I'm glad this no. is where you go. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a massive thing online where the basically there was a picture of this um, dentist who was really into like hunting wild animals, and it put someone found the picture. I can't remember wow. Someone found a picture of him posing next to a massive lion that he just killed. Oh, this was like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. And that led him to him losing his job and like a massive... I remember this now, yeah. 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 So her first message was, are you a dentist? (laughs) Which (laughs) is so weird. That's very stabbed. Really weird, right. And I was just desperate for any more more sort of like just something that wasn't about my weekend, my plans for the weekend or how my weekend had been or whatever. So I was like, "Mm, I don't quite get it, but it sounds weird and I like it. So I was like, mm, no, but I can't even remember what I said. Um, it probably wasn't very good, but she liked it. Um, and then she said, well, you know, I know, um, I know a great bar where there's a, um, a unicorn skeleton. And I'm like, mm, that sounds good. <laughs> wow, this is pretty niche. Wait, yeah. this is stuff, by the way. Yeah. I mean, she's got, she's yeah. got game. And I was like, well done. I like the sound of that. And she's like, what are you doing Saturday? And I'm like, I think I'm free. And that was kind of it. Yeah, that was kind of it. So I was like, okay, this woman clearly does not exist because A, she looks really hot and B, she sounds right up my street, clearly doesn't exist or it's a dude. Fine. Okay. I'll go to the date anyway. And then I'll have an out. I'll have some plans after because, you know, stuff's not going to happen. It'll be too easy. And so I turn up at the day, we go to this cocktail bar, which, you know, had a unicorn skeleton in it. So that was true. I turn up and, you know, I get to there on time or nervous, blah, 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 I sit at the counter. And, you know, five minutes late, she's not there. Ten minutes late, she's still not there. And I'm like, I knew it. This is not going to happen. Come on. Or maybe she might come in and she looks nothing like, you know, whatever. She's not, it's not happening. And then lo and behold, 20 minutes late, um, she turns up and she was just as hot as her picture said. And she, at the time, told me that she was late. No, the, the, the train had stopped and, you know, it was beyond her control. I now know that she'd missed her exit and stayed uh-huh. on for the next stop. So, yeah. No one's holding a grudge, by the way. No, no. one's holding a grudge, but I've got a notepad somewhere with all these things. <laughs> and one day, one day. Um, and yeah, and then we sank uh, 150 pounds worth of cocktails nice. on wow. that night on an empty stomach, and the rest is history. See, I favor the old fashioned approaches on first dates when yeah. people are Get like. Smashed. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sorry if that makes me sound like a terrible person. No. When people, but when people are like, 
oh, let's go and play mini golf or whatever. I'm like, there's a formula to first dates mm. and there's a couch. Yeah. There's double no measures. Get drunk. Double measures of spirits on a couch and see where the night takes you. Absolutely. After that, I'm not into it. Amen. That's exactly what we did. We just did cocktails. There's got to be a couch. Food and then we just drank more wine. Friday night. So it's Friday night by couch by double measures of spirits. And it's like just to see where the evening Not takes couch you. couch in your flat. Like couch. No, no, out. no. Couch. It's yeah. got to be a comfortable couch. And it's got to be like a neutral, little bit maybe in a corner. Neutral space. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, that's that's where positive first dates come from. It's like, fuck mini golf or, you know, even dinner. No one, no mini one golf, likes golf. Yeah. You use it when you got to adjust things up. Like a few dates in. Who does mini golf? That is lame. I mean, I never have, but it sounds like the worst date. Yeah? That's more like you're dating, you've been together for a year, and you're like, let's spice it up. Yeah, no, it's all (laughs) spice it up by playing mini golf. I mean, I don't Don't ever spice anything up by mini golf. I don't even think we've ever played mini golf together. Well, good, because it doesn't sound like the hottest of activities that you should be doing, but you know, if you're into that, that's okay. I just remembered (laughs) a story. Uh, which might explain why my online dating karma bank is a little bit low, actually, because I think I might have said earlier that I never ghosted somebody. Mm. I didn't think I did, but I actually just remembered a version of ghosting that I did do, uh, which was a very long time ago. It was 13 years ago when I first moved to London. I was in London all of two weeks, and I went on a online dating site that we all used back in the day before there was, you know, iPhones or apps or anything like that. And uh, there was a girl on there who was into a lot of the things I was into we did some messages whatever she was like let's meet up at a bar and I was like okay let's meet up at a bar and we did and we had you know very nice chats but again as we've mentioned there was absolutely no chemistry and I wasn't really into her I think she felt maybe a little bit differently there was some messages that she sent me afterwards and I kind of politely I I don't think I ever ignored her but I definitely didn't want to meet her again and whatever And then fast forward, I think probably about three or four months, uh, I was out in a club called Ghetto, which do you guys remember Ghetto? Uh, On Thursday night, which was lesbian night, I was there with my friends, hanging out, walking through the ghetto, and I see this girl. And instantly I panic because I was like, oh God, there's that girl. I don't think I responded to her last message. Shit, what am I going to do? I I think I was quite drunk at the time. I was like, shit, what am I going to do? My head was like spinning. And next thing she comes over and she's like, hey, so whatever happened to you? Where did you go? I had no way of being able to pull together a coherent answer. So instead I was like, sorry, have we met? Oh, And she just looked at me and she was like, are you joking? It's me. We, you know, when she said her name, she was like, "We, we went on a date maybe about three or four months ago. Still couldn't process a coherent answer. So I was like, I don't remember ever meeting you, but have a good night. See you later. Somebody that in is person. Shocking. Yeah, I ghosted somebody in person, and I just felt like even to this day, thirteen years later, I still feel terrible about it. But I mean, you know, what are you going to do? You do you want to take this opportunity to apologize? I think to her? you should. I'm think- sorry. <laughs> Maybe I've been paying for this ever since, seeing as you guys have a relationship and I do not. Is it I'm too late to- now to no. say sorry? As Justin Bieber it's never too late I'm sorry to the girl that I ghosted in person maybe I'm the only person ever to ghost somebody in person obviously I would be the awkward I think a lot of people do that a lot more than you think do Mm -hmm. that 
Uh, you're not alone in this. Good. Okay. No, it's fine. I don't feel so bad about it. I like telling people and they get a little bit of a laugh out of it. So at least mm. there's that. Should we wrap it up? What do we think? Yeah, I think I think we've we've got a solid take on all of our online dating stories, which is swell and um, and thorny and thorny. thorny and thorny slash horny. <laughs> and I think what we've decided between the three of us is that online dating definitely gives you some good stories. In the case of all three of us, it has given us relationships. In the case of two out of the three of us, we're still in those relationships. And online dating is a good thing outside of the stories. As long as it's not your only avenue to ever meeting somebody ever, it can only be, you know, beside the fact that it's a a numbers game and bitches be crazy and all of that, then it's probably a good thing, right? So would that be your advice? Online dating is good, but bitches be crazy. Ma, what would your advice be? So my advice would be go with your instincts and do not... um, subtle for mediocrity or, or or think that just because you know this person might be really physically attractive or you think that they they should be the one or that it it it, it has potential to work out if it doesn't work it's fine because there are so many other you know women out there um so go with your gut instinct i think would probably would be my nice. my biggest piece of advice what about you well my advice would be something that when i was dating my friends would just keep on repeating and I found really hard to do but I think it is great advice if you can listen to it and it's just have fun yeah have fun and it sounds hard because there's so much anxiety I think sometimes wrapped into dating and you think you should especially if you're you know over 30 or whatever you think you should be at a certain point or should be doing this should be doing that and none of that's true try and have fun um and just keep it light as much as you can and to Dee's point as well um just make sure that your online dating is not the only way you're meeting people definitely so just mix it up with some socializing um and yeah have fun yeah but uh, you know what i think that all of this being said this will lead into a really nice topic for next week so once we've done the online dating and then we've been through relationships staying friends with exes and how does that work? Does it work? Have you guys stayed friends with your exes? Ooh. I think we have a lot of material to Stay cover. Stay tuned. Yep. That's another thorny one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's definitely it thorny. It's <laughs> thorny for a reason. All right. So on to next week, staying friends with exes. We will catch you then. See you then. Thanks. Thanks.